I'm Trana Winter, a writer, comedian, singer, basically Barbara Streisand minus the money and some of the talent. And I'm Thomas LeBlanc, a gay Quebecois host and producer who's really, really, really into Celine Dion. We're the hosts of Chosen Family, a CBC podcast where we speak to our heroes about what it means to find community in the creative process. Chosen Family is available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC podcast. Welcome to bonus episode two. And what do we have planned for this second bonus episode, Harv? We have a very special guest, and I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't our very special guest introduce herself? Uh, my name is Rim, and I'm Harv's daughter. And? And that's about it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Elena's friend, super close friend. Yes. Thank you for finally. But mostly my daughter. I mean, 50-50. Please <laughs> declare your allegiance. <laughs> so what are, we, what are we doing today, Rim? I'm here to ask you guys some questions. Yeah. So these are real questions submitted by listeners. Are you guys ready? I yes. guess. Right. Fire. So the first question uh, from Ariana is, what are your favorite podcasts? Hmm, how appropriate. If I have to pick one, I will say it's The Agenda with Steve Pakin. And then I have a whole bunch of comedy podcasts, which I like. Then there is more or less. It's a podcast on stats by BBC. And then they have a news quiz. So these are my top ones. What are the comedy podcasts you like? I've never heard of uh, your favorite comedy podcast. Oh, one is from CBC, uh, the alt.com comedy lounge. And then uh, from CBC, we have uh, Laugh Out Loud. Oh, cool. You're always listening to economics podcasts, too. Yes, it's actually, uh, I forgot that. That's from LSE, our London School of Economics. Right. As for my favorite podcasts, I am a huge dorky fan of U2, the band. I know, not a very cool thing to be a fan of, but there are these two comedians, uh, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec and Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang, who have a podcast all about U2, which is like half like dumb humor and half like analysis of U2 albums. It's called You Talking U2 to Me, and it's my favorite thing in the world. I also really like uh, Nancy from WNYC. It's a, an LGBTQ stories-focused podcast. It's really cool. Uh, and I love grown-ups read things they wrote as kids, uh, the Canadian podcast that's all about people reading stuff they wrote when they were a kid, from the cringy to the sad to the really sad to the really cringy. <laughs> okay, cool. We, we seem to have similar choices, it seems. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I just, like, by threw way, on my fave econ. Like. By the way, I forgot one of the best ones is also The Debaters uh, from CBC. Oh, I love The Debaters. That's one we can share. Yeah, okay. It's, it's like a comedy debate show. Yes. And not that anyone asked, but uh, I love Radio Lab. <laughs> All right, I got another question. It's from Katie, and she says, can you tell us a bit about finding yourself on New and Noteworthy on Apple Podcasts? Uh, so for people who don't regularly scroll through the browse section of their Apple Podcasts app or look at podcasts on iTunes, there's a New and Noteworthy list. And we were on the Society and Culture New and Noteworthy list, which was super exciting. A friend of mine found it and just messaged me. And I was super stoked, posted a screen cap everywhere on my socials immediately, all caps, captions. Anytime you see any kind of appreciation, it's super exciting. How'd it feel for you, Harv? 
It 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 feels very good uh, because I I feel it is very easy to sell hate and very difficult to sell love. Hmm. So this I think is uh, the love that must be shared. And uh, I I I I feel very humbled. I feel very humbled and honored. My God, I just babbled, and you're just like succinct, powerful. I'm gonna cry now. Okay, <laughs> it's okay, Lena. We'll just edit your part out. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it too of course. much. As always happens. <laughs> As dare I say, the biggest fan of inappropriate questions. Oh, okay. It's been it's been so cool to watch you guys both thrive so much and have the podcast really be so like super successful given the fact that it's completely independent. I don't know. It's been so cool to watch both of you guys. You're so excited about it all the time. It's all I ever hear about. Aww. I'm like, Dad, let's talk about my life, my issues. And he's like, oh, no. by the way, on inappropriate questions. <laughs> this week you know on what? inappropriate questions. Why don't you questions? just admit it? We'll get to the fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, at first I thought this was just a wonderful celebration. And then your your speech kind of devolved into, I, there's a hurt deep inside. <laughs> and, uh, and now I feel bad. Uh, she got me at the biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> and you just kind of tuned out after yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Maddie asks, has working on IQ made you more comfortable with calling people out for asking inappropriate questions in real life? So the first thing is uh, I have stopped asking inappropriate questions. So that's that's absolutely the first one. Woohoo! And uh, the second one is that uh, it always bothered me when people asked certain questions we were inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But I was not willing to uh, go take the next step. Mm-hmm. But now I call them out right away. And nice. ob- obviously very politely. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a fight, but I do call out people. Do you have any tips on calling people out politely? I feel like that can be hard sometimes. Uh, it, it depends because, again, most of these people are very well known to me. They're my colleagues. Right. And sometimes I can uh, I say it in jest. And the other times I say, well, uh, you know, you may want to reconsider uh, what you just said right. because uh, this can hurt people. Mm-hmm. And then some people have been making fun of me for that as well. What? Well, again, in a different in, way. In than, a teasing In way. a teasing kind okay. of way. But sure. I, I, I think I was able to get the message through at least in a good percentage of uh, cases. All right. Okay. So we have a question here from Angel. Was there any particular topic that was challenging for you? If so, why and how did you manage that? I feel like throughout the season, we got more and more comfortable. Like, you know, practice makes perfect. But I feel like, and you can agree or disagree, Harv, this sex and disability episode, it was just something we really didn't know too much about other than from our research and didn't have a ton of experience with. And I was super excited to talk to Andrew because Andrew, like I was familiar with his work. He'd been on one of my favorite podcasts, Query. And it was just like, ah, it's so cool to have like a really cool guest. But we, as you might have heard throughout the season, we have different kind of touchstones with the topics, right? Like you don't drink, you know, Sabrina is mixed race. So she has gotten what are you? Um, We're like a lot of the people on the team are women. uh, So we can identify with kind of the sexism we talk about in the episode about having kids or not having kids. You know, I'm queer and non-binary. So I knew a lot about the trans topic. But for this episode, we just had no touchstones in any way. So we were like most out of our depth here. I had trouble because talking to you 
you are like my daughter. <laughs> I have known you, uh, I think, for over 10 years. Yeah, when yeah. You were a preteen, uh, perhaps. Yes. So uh, it, it was, it was uh, very difficult. And again, culturally, uh, also discussing those topics are... Uh, somewhat difficult and yes right. i'm married so you know <laughs> the, the last I mean, part i love being in the same room as my dad for the answer to that question <laughs> i think the only way to kind of address a topic like that is just do a bunch of research try your best have a guest who is willing to you know go there with you and be in that safe space and be understanding that you're a total noob you know I gotta say though, like the whole point of you guys having people who are experts in the topic is so you guys can listen. So as long as you're listening and receptive and open to what they have to say, I think you're doing your job perfectly. Oh, thank you, Rim. Speaking of particular topics, here are some questions some of our listeners want to hear us tackle. So Keisha was wondering about questions like, aren't you straight or is pansexuality really a thing? Uh, because she is pansexual with a male partner and it's the type of question she gets a lot. I can totally relate. Um, I'm bi, or sometimes I go by pan, or just more than one gender, attracted to more than one gender. And there's a lot of expectations on bi people to pick a side or to state whether or not they have a preference. You know, there's a lot of people thinking that bi is either a road from gay to straight or from straight to gay. And so... It's annoying and stressful, and that is something I would love to tackle, Keisha. Okay. Uh, Katie asks, you guys got to tackle, do you actually like sports for women in sports media? Hmm. Recently, I have started seeing some women commentators in cricket. Yeah. Now we have Isha Gua. She is an ex-British uh, cricket player, and now she's doing commentary. And this is something very new, and it is nice. I am tired of listening to these men all the time, their uh, monotonous tones. <laughs> That's super cool. Also, like, women who play video games, right? Like, women gamers. It's like, yeah. do you actually, you're just trying to impress it's men? It's probably your boyfriend's console. Yeah, like. I know. Like, are you a real, like, there's this stereotype of the fake geek girl. And yeah. You're, like, pretending to like Marvel comics It's just too boys. good to be true. <laughs> I gotta say, as a woman who plays a competitive sport, chess, chess, <laughs> it's it's bad. It actually is pretty tough. So I definitely think this is a good one to tackle. But to extend Katie's question, what about women in tech, which I think is a little closer to home for me? Yeah, you know, no one takes you seriously. There's a lot of male-dominated fields that I think need some representation on this podcast. For context, okay. you're studying engineering. Yes, industrial engineering at Ryerson University. Okay. And for the record, chess yeah. is not a sport. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all sorts of topics that we can explore from the starting point of that question. So Jeff asks, Harv, do you ever feel the age difference between you and your collaborators? In what ways? Ooh. I don't. I actually don't. I consider them like I consider other colleagues of mine. Now, I have to also state that other colleagues of mine are also very, very young. Right. Not as young as these guys are, but they're there in their early 30s. And I'm very comfortable. As a matter of fact, I'm less comfortable with the older people. And not for because of their age, but because of their thinking. Hmm. And I guess that's what attracted me to this podcast. So the answer, the short answer is no. Has there been anything, Harv, that you... 
you know, we've mentioned and you've just felt like out of your depth, like what is that young person thing? Oh, many things. Uh, Brim and you have been trying to explain it to me what meme is and now I've just agreed that it's cartoon. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, it's so much more complicated. And uh, and uh, the other was when Rob came. Yeah. And then you guys were introducing each other and about their pronouns. And I had no idea what you guys were talking about. Right. So you had to explain it to me, what it meant. And it took me time and I slowly stated my pronoun. Right, yeah, yeah. No, that's such a that's an interesting one because you don't really think of what your pronouns are until you've had those go around circles. Exactly. You guys were rattling it out like you do it you know whenever you meet somebody that's how you introduce yourself. You know what? That's interesting because in certain circles, like certain events and stuff, that will be how you start the event. And some people are like in order to make the world a more equitable place, we got to have those things be a standard when you meet someone. Uh, I've been going to a lot of, like, competitions, conferences, all those sorts of things lately. And uh, they always, whenever they give you your lanyards with your names on them, they always have the pronouns. That's right. standard practice now. I think that's really cool. Because if you see someone's, like, name tag, that helps you kind of internalize their pronouns without being like, and what are your pronouns? Even which not everyone will remember to do. Even, Even in the engineering school. Really? Seriously. Seriously. Really? I okay. said, uh, she, her, L on my last one. Oh, that's really cool. I'm very Canadian, too, with uh, the French. So uh, I guess Harv is slowly learning the ways of us youngins. Hey, I know another one. Yeah? Uh, give me the tea. <laughs> <laughs> like spilling the tea? Like, what's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the tea? Uh, so I want to ask one question just from me, and it is, what is it going to take to get a season two of IQ? Uh, I'm going to have to sleep for two months. I don't know about you, Harv. As I said, I hardly... You hardly work, so whatever. <laughs> don't even answer that. Um, you know, we are lucky enough to have lots of topics that we're interested in. And I think when we're excited about something and we all get together and we work hard, we, we can accomplish a lot as we just prove to ourselves. So I think the future is hopeful. But uh, I want to sleep first, and then there's a lot of thinking to be done. But when it happens, you will be the first to know, Rim. Awesome. And if anyone else wants to know, you should follow us on all our social media, IQ underscore podcast. Thanks so much for coming on, Rim. It's good to see you always. I mean, you're welcome. You couldn't have done it without me, so yeah, true. I love to do charity work. <laughs> you're the glue that ties this podcast together. You're the reason we found Harv. Oh, I guess so. To end off, Rim, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, my uh, my favorite podcast, Inappropriate Questions. Aw, plugging inappropriate questions on inappropriate questions. The inception is real. It's a meta. <laughs> it's meta, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to season one of Inappropriate Questions. Thanks to everyone who's been involved in making this season, not only our producers Sabrina and Cindy, but our guests, webcomic artists, voice note contributors, interns and associates, mentors, family and friends. We love you all, and we couldn't have done this without each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Harvinder Vadva. And I'm Elena Hudgens-Lyle. Thanks for getting inappropriate with us. Follow us on all the socials at IQ underscore podcast and talk to us. We want to hear from you. The inquisitive individuals behind inappropriate questions are Sabrina Birch, Aaron Garrett, Cindy Long, and myself. We are supported by the Ryerson University Transmedia Zone.
An inappropriate question is like expecting a new episode of your favorite podcast, but there isn't one. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.